Pudge, what time is it's it? It's time for the Chubby Guys Podcast. Woo! Hey, we're back. Tyler, we're missing one. Down one. Down one. You're Chad tonight, Adam. <laughs> down one guy. Yeah, down one guy. Down one man. That's now, all right. We'll be able to hold it down. We got it down, don't we? We're good. We're Absolutely. good. We've had a hell of a conversation already. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Yes, sir. Cheers. Adam Kohler's, ladies and gentlemen, is from the uh, Hills Before the Hustle organization. So we're going to talk about that. And Chad's in, uh, he's on vacation this week so he'll be back by the time this airs but uh, we had a nice run with all three of us for the longest we time. did we did and i knew i knew the spring was going to be <laughs> tough on reynolds i knew you know he's he's got a lot going on in the spring uh i'm, get, I'm getting texts from him right now but uh he's he's got a lot going on so that's why chad cannot be here don't take it personal there's going to be lots of guys this summer that they hey they're stuck with me. no so, worries that's all right yeah we got but chad's not much into mountain biking anyway <laughs> you know I, I you know i talked to him, tyler i gotta tell you i was talking to him yesterday and he was at pigeon forge just tell me hey chubbies is your driveway and yard just an absolute mud hole from this spring and winter hey we got just the guy to call call brian delaney excavating at 740-418-6994 he can haul your gravel he can put in drains the man can do it all he's an absolute machine give him a call today or he was in Gatlinburg. He's, he's like, hey, this ain't my thing. He said, <laughs> he said, way too much walking, way too much exercise. He said, I like the beach. He said, I can just sit at the beach all day. So he was fired up about Gatlinburg. Not, he was not a fan. That's so, awesome, man. Yeah. I'm like the exact opposite. Yeah, I, I hate get, the beach. Yeah, I get like one or two days at the beach, mm-hmm. and I'm ready to go do something. Me too. Me so. too. Yeah, we, uh, we're heading down uh, tomorrow. And we're going to spend a weekend there. We just had too much going on this week. I was going to try to go do some biking down there, but the the only place that I saw that um, had biking, I called them. It was called tra- uh, something Trail Works. Okay. And um, and it was uh, it it was closed. They they're not they don't have mountain biking anymore. Yeah. So we just uh, got back actually from down around that area. We t- uh, stayed down in Sevierville. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually is it uh, Sevierville or Severville or what is that? So uh, you know, I called it Severville at first. Uh-huh. Uh, some people said it was French and said it was uh, Sevierville. <laughs> and I've heard people. Ooh, I kind of like that. Yeah, a little fancy. You it's know? like Claremont. Yeah, it's Claremont. Like, yeah, it's like drinking this bush light with your pinky up. You that's right. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, I've been corrected to Severville many a time. So that's kind of where we stuck with. Okay. But uh, we um, we went from there. Uh, stayed up in the mountaintop. Uh-huh. Uh, on an Airbnb, and then made the drive over to Wind Rock Bike Park, which is one of the top bike parks on the East Coast. Uh, they do like the Southeast Enduro races and everything uh, like that. Okay. So all the pro racers come into that park, but that's over in Oliver Springs. So, well, how far uh, away is that? I was looking for something like kind of close. Uh, hour and twenty from yeah. um, Sevierville area. Yeah, that's yep. that's too far. Yeah, it's a, it's a family getaway. I'm not getting intense. This is Easter. Yeah, I got there and die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wind rock's pretty intense anyway. Is so, it? Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. I'll just stay away. Is what you're saying? Yeah, you might, you might, you might be more, uh, more safe to stay at the house with the kids. Maybe Go instead of hitting that one. <laughs> maybe hit the local bike park. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe, bike path. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So you, uh, you know, we we kind of we don't we just met tonight. Yep. Today, hundred percent. And uh, so you're friends with one of our sponsors, uh, AP Prep, Jason Prater. You said you known him a while. Yep. And uh, that, so I started kind of following you. I guess uh, probably on what Instagram. 
probably Instagram, Facebook. maybe Facebook. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, you've probably heard I've been bitten by the mountain bike bug here recently. <laughs> you know, I'm one of those guys. I'm, I'm, I'm quick in, quick out maybe, but I've, I've always liked biking, Yeah. but I'm back in it. There you go. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I was like, oh, yes, there's a guy who's mountain bike stuff. So, you know, I was liking every page that came across my feed there for a while. And, uh, and then I noticed that I kind of started watching and I realized you're from Chillicothe. Yep. And you're, you know, you, you started off. So tell me about, you know, you started off this Hills Before the Hustle. So give me the whole rundown of it, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, just like yourself, uh, mm-hmm. I started riding only about four years ago. So mm-hmm. it hasn't been a real long period of time. But, um, you know, uh, got into mountain biking, got bit by the bug as well. Uh, from that point forward, uh, I've been riding for about, you know, three plus days a week. Uh, believe it or not, I started in the dead of winter, so wasn't the most opportune yeah. time to uh, to get it done. And uh, I got a funny story for you, actually, on the way I bought my bike and gear here in a second. But uh, you know, from there we would uh, we get to the trails in the morning. Um, I work in the professional environment, uh, sales manager for Norse Toyota. Been in sales down there yeah, for about me, ten years. You told me that you and, uh, sold Eddie his vet. Yeah. 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 I was, how many mirrors did you have to give him? <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever you he bought that. Did it come with X amount it, of mirrors? Yeah, it came with an extra two for the trunk. Yeah. Man. The only reason he likes that vet's because he can see himself in all that uh, fiberglass. There, you know? That's yeah. awesome. No. I uh, I haven't seen him about in that vet. So you, you sold him that and what the uh, Jeep or the truck the other day. No, he's uh he got the Jeep elsewhere, but uh yeah, his uh his some of his family's done business oh, with right, along the right, lines yeah. as well. So yeah. but uh yeah, no, it's uh it's been interesting, man. So uh back in uh nineteen, like I said, we get to the trailheads about seven, seven thirty in the morning. It started in two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Yep. So we get out there early in the morning, man, before work and uh and put it in. So So you're showing up with your bikes at Great Seal Park. Yeah. Which, you know, I thought I think you know still this day i've i've rode some places and and i just got back off this trip out west last summer and i was kind of starting to dabble into the biking last summer you know so i was i was hot on the bug you know back then and i was looking around that's kind of what sent me into the bug really was was i went out to like uh, red rocks and oh yeah cool. out, out on the other side of denver and, and i was just seeing just all this activity and, and you know the, the bikes were for real like and i got to looking at these different bikes now well then i left colorado and I'm coming back to Ohio, and I realized that, you know, Great Seal is not that far. Like, Great Seal is, is a pretty nice place to go. I mean, and as far as it's the nicest thing, you know, once you leave here and you go west, there's really no hills. Yeah, it's pretty flat. We're blessed by, yeah. by having this this yeah. range that sits right here. So, yeah, uh, you know, we're a little biased as well. We believe that, uh, you know, Great Seal is some of the best single track in the mm-hmm. state. Um, you know, is very, it, very is mu- it? yeah, man. I mean, for what, what I've ridden, um, there's some really nice spots, um, up North, uh, there's a place called a Horns Hill that's located in oh, Akron, yeah. Ohio. I was going to do that race last weekend. I just couldn't bring myself to y- do it. Yeah. You're going to do it in the expert division, huh? No, I was going to do They had, they had, a, they had a, 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 like an amateur or whatever. Yeah. Novice. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to, I thought I called Jubal and yeah. I was like, should I do it? He goes, yeah, I gotta do it. That's awesome. Man. Uh, what I got killed. <laughs> Uh, no, probably not. I mean, it depends on what division you would have been in. So if you would have been in the novice division, you would have been some of the backside. I'm going to show up all fat like this. You yeah. know what division I'm going to be in. I'm going, they're going to put me down there with the, with the grandparents. Yeah, that's awesome. That's where no. I want to be. Yeah, no, that place is, uh, actually became kind of like a second home for us, to be honest with you. Uh, so Great Seal is more like a single track, okay? Okay. Uh, really, really good trails that are out there. I think that, uh, you know, Great Seal Kind of dangerous. A- it's definitely a little dangerous. If yeah. you haven't been on a bicycle in a while, I wouldn't recommend it unless you're going out with somebody that's that's been mm-hmm. riding. Uh, but as far as um, how steep is Great Seal like compared to compared to like that that Horn Hill? 
Um, Horns Hill is about the same elevation level uh-huh. um, as, uh, you know, Mount Ives, Mount Logan. Uh, okay. Everything's about 1,000 feet, 1,100 yeah. feet, give or take, uh, depending on where you're going to descend from. Uh, the difference is, though, is the way, uh, way in which the trails are designed. So at Gray Seal, you got the single track. Um, at Horns Hill, there's a lot of jump lines. Uh, so, um, if you want to hit jumps, you want to send it big, you know, things like that, um, a higher rate of speed because flow, the trails more are flowy, more flow trail, more open. Um, okay. it's a really, really cool place to go train and get better at riding the bike. You come back to a place like Great Seal on the single trail and you can just whip it through yeah. and, uh, it's a completely different game. So Great Seal, I mean, you know, that first hill coming out of the parking lot, I mean, I can't, I still can't make it all the way up at the switchback. Oh, the switchbacks. Yeah, whenever okay. you go to the switch, and I I can't do that yet. Yeah, but I'm 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 getting there. But man, what a what a workout! That have is. you been up the other side on Skitter? No, no. Okay. no I'm, the only one I've done up there is is the, I go to switchback, and then what's it doubles back into a bunker, bunker, bunker hill, yeah. bunker, and okay. then I just come back around. That's kind of been my loop. Yeah, but I've only been there probably four times total. Okay, um, we got to get you out more. Yeah, I go to Bob Evans some, which which Bob <laughs> Evans is is right here. You yeah, know, it's like fifteen miles away, probably. The yeah. trails or the restaurant, both, both. both yeah. <laughs> he gets his biscuits and yes. gravy, and then he hits. The it trail. is right there by the <laughs> restaurant. It's right right directly across the street from the restaurant. It's, they took the old horse trails and made them like mountain bike trails. Okay, yeah, no more horses allowed. Yeah, um, What's the, do you know what the name of that trail system Bob is? Bob Evans Trail. Uh, okay. Gate, gateway. Gateway. Yeah, gateway. Yeah, okay. Gateway. That's what I thought it was. Okay. Um, yeah. They just, I always call it Bob Evans, but it's Gateway. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Um, it's pretty like short and technical. Like it's, I, it's not real flowy. I don't think. Have you ever been there? No, not uh, yet. It's, uh, and there's some jump stuff that you got to do. Uh, there's always a way around, I think. You yeah. Know, but yeah. They're always trying to make a safe path for people that don't yeah. have, you know, the, the skill level. Well, that jump that. That's no joke, man. You know? Listen, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't care what anybody says. It's scary, yeah. man. And, uh, you know, like I said, that place has be kind of, uh, became kind of a second home, actually, during the race uh, weekend. Uh, so two of the riders I actually sponsor and that ride for uh, the syndicate portion of HBTH uh, is Tommy Pellet and Cameron Reagan. Uh, Tommy uh, won first place in the expert men's division, and, and Cameron came in second. Um, and then uh, Tommy last year as well ran through the uh, Funduro series, which runs through the central Ohio okay. area through Combo. Uh, but uh, I sponsored, you know, uh, that race event over the weekend. We sent up about 150 beer koozies, the uh, the black and yeah. orange and the camo and orange, and also sent up like 200 free beer. So they were handing out free beer and yeah. free HBTAs can koozies. Was, so. was your beer colder than this? I don't know. It may have been. I, I honestly wasn't there. I was down in Tennessee at Windrock, but uh, hey, I, figured I would imagine it race. may have been. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you was going to be at that race. I thought I figured you'd be there. But so let's go back to uh, H, yeah. HBTH, you know, so so yeah. you got, so you and just a group of buddies started riding great seal park yeah in the mornings before work yeah man so basically what we do is we get out there uh you know it'd be early morning like i said we start in winter time so i mean you're talking about you know 20 degrees 30 degree mornings uh we get out map out where we were going to go we put in you know five or seven miles back then we were running analog bikes um and which is pretty tough which is you know that's standard what, pedal bike have, without right? an e-bike yeah yep. yep and uh we get out there and ride man we put it in for about an hour hour and a half mm-hmm. uh sometimes two hours rush home shower Mm-hmm. and right back to work man we worked 12 hour days at the time so yeah. uh you know it was a lot man and it was how it kind of got balanced in between the the hills and the hustle if you will so so, that, so you were just tagging like on instagram 
Uh, at the time, honestly, I wasn't on Instagram at all. That's kind of a new thing for me. I'm kind of old school. But okay. uh, yeah, it was uh, Facebook, uh, just hashtag HBTH or hashtag Hills Before the Hustle. That's and, just you and your buddies coming up with a thing. Yeah, it was actually something that I just came up with, uh, you know, by being out on the trails and, uh, yeah. you know, showing up early and, and putting it in and getting it done, man, before uh, before you get to the, you know, the hustle of the every day. You yeah. know, we live behind a, a set of rules, mm-hmm. you know, every single day, but there's something special whenever you get behind, you know, the handlebars on the bike and you're out there in nature. Yeah. You know, you're kind of alone, you know, while you're there. Uh, but at the same time, you're connected to the trails, you oh, know, the yeah. climb, you know, the adrenaline, the mm-hmm. speed, and then, of course, the companionship you know, I mean, that you've got with the buddies and the people you're out there with, man. So uh, it's a ton of fun and uh, oh, I, abs- I absolutely yeah. love it. I do, too. I've, I've really, you know, I was in, on horses for a while. You know, I, I got into that and I'm still kind of into that to an extent. I still feed them, and, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I have to do all that every day. But, um, you know, it's it's very similar, only it's got the exercise portion yeah that i liked about you know as far as i was out in the woods you know if i want to stop and take a break i stop and take a break yeah. you know i mean um uh, it, it's a great workout and it's not real i mean i don't want to say it's not dangerous because if you wreck and i've, I've already experienced a few wrecks uh you can get hurt yeah i've uh i've been i've been lucky knock on wood for uh for the last three or four years here to where i've only broken a finger and like partially separated a shoulder mm-hmm. of course taking some hard spells and and things that I've, I've walked away from luckily but uh you know when we were talking you know a little bit ago about how kind of gnarly wind rock is it's uh it's about five times uh the descent of of great seal over some extremely uh strenuous and and, and technical descents uh, but the thing is, is it doesn't matter whether you're at a smaller park or you're at a big park, man. It's the small things that can make the mistake. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, just recently, um, not last weekend, but the weekend before, I think it was, uh, there was a real bad accident uh, out of Gray Seal. And uh, I don't know if you know uh, Chris and Jamie Sharp or not that own uh, Rivers Bend, but uh, Chris has been riding for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, uh, you know, one of the better riders that's that's around the area. They ride almost every day, and she took a real bad spill on uh, Judy Chop, which is off the backside of uh, Bunker, and uh, apparently landed awkwardly on her neck and broke her neck, mm-hmm. broke her back. Uh, I think she broke nine ribs on one side and seven on the other. So she's been she's been going through it. I think she's had a few surgeries and some rods put in her back and things like that. So uh, you know, it's it's definitely not for the faint of heart. But uh, well, it's, it's how much you want to push it. It's exactly how far you want to put it. But here's the deal: uh, it's the way I've always been. If you're not out doing something, you're not experiencing anything. So you can yeah. either be on the couch or you can be out there. Yeah, yeah. You know? so. Even if it was hiking, you know, I mean, yeah. just just the trail systems in general that we have to to offer down here is just incredible. I think I'm in the woods a lot and. This area here is just it's it's something that I don't I think we we underappreciate you know yeah because like I said I, I I didn't notice this until I was forty years old and I went out west you get west of here it's boring yeah and, I mean it's flat and there's a lot of people too uh you know even with inside of you know this local you know uh, community and our surrounding areas you know regionally that have no idea that it mm-hmm. even exists they go oh there's mountain biking trails and you're like oh yeah it's some of the best in the state and they go really you know yeah. and they're not aware of it but you know COVID, i think um you know kind of sparked a lot of interest mm-hmm. in being out you know kind of yeah. going back to the old school right get out of the house go do something do it with the family like mm-hmm. you said take a walk take the dog hike yeah. bike canoe mm-hmm. whatever it may be outdoor activities went through the roof of covid uh, you know it, it exploded so yeah. um you know every bike park in the nation exploded and obviously you know the surrounding areas or whatnot with great seal there were people that had never been on a bike 
that started to pick it up. You know, mm-hmm. A lot of friends and people that they knew that rode and they were looking for something else to mm-hmm. fulfill some enjoyment and time started getting on bikes and getting out there and they go, holy cow, this is a whole different level. Like I had no idea. So it's kind of, it, it's really cool to see how much it's growing in the last just couple of years alone. So it has, and the, these bikes are just incredible. Like the, you know, Jubal let me ride his e-bike one time and I've been ruined ever <laughs> Spoils since. You, man. It, yeah. it, it, then I, I think of how I have to paddle my fat ass up that hill. <laughs> you said paddle. <laughs> or, or pedal, pedal. Yeah, it's paddle. Yeah. Pedal my fat ass I up that it, hill. Man. That's awesome. And, and, uh, and man, that it just, I don't know. I got to get me an e-bike. Oh man, I'll tell you. Uh, so I'll go back to, uh, to a few minutes ago. I said, I'll tell you a kind of funny story. So um, kind of how I got into biking is uh, a buddy of mine was like, Hey man, you need to buy a bike. You need to buy a bike. It'd be really cool if you came out in your road. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. You know, so I'm, I'm the kind of guy that over researches the shit yeah. out of everything yeah. right so i uh i research you know the bike uh types of bike bike brands you know helmets gloves goggles the whole the whole nine right yeah. full tilt boogie and uh i was probably 30 days into this thing and uh got absolutely hammered one night okay hammered drunk and I woke up the next morning and I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy the bike. You know, I'm just going to pull the trigger. It's time to go. I'm ready to get it out there. And I'm going to buy my gear. And I logged into my phone and I already bought the fucking bike. And the gear and everything. <laughs> I didn't even know I did it, man. So, uh, how many thousands was it? Uh, seven. Seven. Seven G's, yeah. That's what I, that th- I think that's the sticker shock with a lot of guys is, is how, how expensive. Yeah, I think it took me being hammered to spend seven grand on some yeah, biking. I haven't spent that much. <laughs> I haven't spent that much on it. I thought I was doing good with the daggone five hundred dollar bike. Yeah, and that's well, just... it's exas- You know, it's it's expanded from there because I, uh, I I have the analog still, uh, but I also have a an e bike. Yeah, uh, that I ride, but uh, I I what ride e bike. You ride so I ride an or what they call an Orbea Rise. Okay. Uh, a little bit different technology than with what you were talking about with like Jubal's e-bike. Uh-huh. Um, basically, the pedal assist like with uh, Jubal's bike is, you know, when you no matter what you're doing, the assist is basically the same. Uh, on the Orbea, it's about 10 pounds lighter, which is nice because okay. it's more flickable. And obviously, you know, you got more control of the bike, in my opinion, for me. I'm kind of a small guy. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's got what they call rider synergy technology in it. So basically what that does is whatever the rider input is is yeah. what the rider uh, is getting back from the actual motor. So it's real nice. So you can actually con- control the climbs and, uh, you know, the speed and the new so meters that's inside so of it. So it sounds like you're higher. saying if you go slower, it goes slower. That is correct, which means that there is more work that's yeah. involved. But, uh, you know, to your point earlier, you know, you get the workout in still, uh, you know, and whatnot. But yeah. when you're in the flat sections, you can make stuff way more fun. Oh, yeah. Whereas you start to get exhausted from the climbs, you get to the fun stuff and you're. Where with the other one, it'd almost be in a freewheel at that point. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's 100% yeah. freewheel and the speed increases at that point. So the yeah. thing is, is all. Where if you're fun. putting in a hard, you know, you're yeah. in, you know, ninth gear cranking along. Rock and rolling, dude. Yeah. 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 I see your point now. Yep. It, uh, so it spoils you. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Anything yeah. would spoil. After I after now I, I told the, i saw the guy that i bought my bike off of earlier today shout out tony thorne he's probably watching and i said that, I, that bike's gonna get me through this year and then i said I, <laughs> nice, I, i've yeah. seen enough it's of them now go I'm, I'm gonna yeah. have to i'm gonna have to get another one because man tyler if you got into them these full suspension bikes uh-uh. have you ever looked at them just priced them Mm-mm. it's unbelievable 
Yeah, I mean, it, I had a sticker shock. Uh, same way. I mean, but it's, they're so nice. Oh, it's unreal. I mean, you know, you, you look at uh, you know coils uh, from air shocks, and I mean, you start looking at you know twelve and thirteen hundred dollars for a rear coil. Yeah. Uh, you know, front suspension or forks. Uh, you know what I mean? Or a mm-hmm. thousand to twelve hundred bucks. Well, so wheels are. And a lot of guys are thinking. You know, they're thinking of back whenever we were young, riding a bike. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. and then. They would just have to get on a new one, and it's no different than getting in uh, the top of the line car back then versus the top of the line car right now. Yeah, sure. you know, it's the the technology has just went up with these bikes. Just I had a giant that I bought back in like two thousand eight, somewhere around there, whenever I don't somewhere in that area, and I had it and really thought I had a nice bike. You know, I'd went out and got me a giant. <laughs> you know, and uh, boy, it took me about one trip in the woods to realize that that wasn't it. <laughs> you know, and I thought if this is what it is, I I can't do it yeah yeah exactly. you know, yeah there's no it's it's that big a difference yeah you know yeah it's incredible yeah it's amazing how technologies came along man and made everything just uh, so much better but uh yeah to to back in the 08 time frame yeah that's kind of how i was when i first got on the bike yeah uh you know i was i was fit in a different way uh, I used to hit the gym and, and work out like five to six days a week but i was you know more weight driven and mm-hmm. um you know build muscle but not cardio driven and I remember when I got on the bike, I rode up the switchbacks, yeah. and I went around about three quarter of the way from Bunker Hill. Man, I was off the bike dry heap, and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. what have I got myself into?" Oh, I, you know I, what I mean? Ain't no shame in my game, son. I'll, <laughs> I'll get off right there. I'll walk it. Yeah. I'll walk it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll they, walk it out. Yeah, they do a big deal to me. I'm not into the fitness part of it at all. I just like to be outside. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, and I and I like the exercise portion, you yeah. know. But uh, yeah, it's a sure. cool way for me to see the woods, and I just like being outside. Yeah. But I've give up on fitness, man. Hell, my name is Pudge. Hell, I'm embracing this shit. <laughs> man, there you go, man. You, you know? got to. You got to live yeah. it now. I like going over to the boxing class to pray to your dad. Everybody's Just drinking watch. water. No, I go. I, <laughs> I box. Everybody drinking water. I might throw down a Diet Pepsi or something. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah. That workout's intense, too. Yeah, oh, that workout's no intense. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was that was kind of what fired up the bike. And, you know, I saw Prater and those guys was doing it again. Or they was starting to do it. Yeah. And I didn't know much about it living here you don't realize that you know great co is what it is you know and it's it's probably intimidating uh but the thing you just got to do just go yeah and see what it is and then you know see if it's something you want to get into yeah um you know and there's the guys that look at me like i'm crazy and there's i have for every guy that says i'm crazy i get another guy's like man i'd like to try that you know uh i didn't like the i didn't like jogging you know and if i don't exercise in some way i just blow up to the point of just oh it's ungodly like you know can't sleep just yeah. <laughs> so you know the bike I, I get a lot of guys that want to do it you know for the exercise um yeah it's very yeah it's, it's very similar for me as well i mean i i, I hate to run yeah, so for it's me boring. it's like yeah. that is my exercise so i'll still go to the gym work out you know and mm-hmm. keep the fitness on that portion of it but uh the majority of it comes from the bike well now i'm working so, out so i can bike yeah you know it's like yeah. okay is this and you know is this good for my biking you know because i really enjoy it man it's it's nice to get out in the woods and just especially like in the fall before the before all the leaves fall yeah you know because i don't like it after the before leaves it gets fall. real dangerous yeah yeah those <laughs> leaves on the ground man you get some wet leaves man you can get oh. real slick real fast and you just can't see what's in front of you and i don't know that's yep. yeah did you do much in the snow have you done much yeah. in the snow? Yeah. i've done it i don't care much for it yeah you know the first couple of years like i was telling you i uh you know kind of started in the winter time which mm-hmm. wasn't the smartest idea especially not having any bike skill at the mm-hmm. time you know other than the fact of 
you know, riding a bike when you were a young kid. Yeah. But, uh, you know, as uh, I've kind of progressed, I've gotten away from that because it's not uh, necessarily the smartest idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people ride them on like fat bike tires yeah, or fat it. tires. Uh, that might be a little bit different, but I mean, going out with a standard, you know, full suspension mountain bike in the snow and trying to rip it down a hill is probably not the, the yeah. most brilliant idea, but uh, I've definitely done it. So huh. as you can tell, I don't make the best decisions sometimes. <laughs> well, you, you've dealt with Eddie. That's, yeah. That was apparent right off the rip. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty cool stuff, man. I, I really enjoy it. It's uh, It's been good for me. It's like I said, it's a great way to see the woods, great way to get outside. I'd recommend it to anybody. Yeah. And the cool thing, uh, you know, for me too, is like, uh, you know, once you kind of get out there and uh, you get involved in it and again you know the people you meet uh the community that's you know around it uh there's a ton of it especially in this area mm-hmm. and obviously it's growing throughout you know the midwest which is really cool uh but the you know the next step for uh for me was is uh you know tagging up with some buddies and whatnot and uh you know taking a couple trips every single year yeah so we carve out time to to not only do it here but uh you know we've done it in um in uh brown county indiana which is the largest state park in indiana they got some really good riding uh it's only you know about three and a half hours from here um you know riding horns hill to akron is really really cool uh i've been up to uh new hampshire and rode highland mountain bike park which is mm-hmm. really cool perfect for you by the way it's got a lift yes so all you're doing is coming hey, down. You see baby. what skinny people do when they come in here? Hey, man. You see what skinny people do? <laughs> he set it up for me. I had, to, I had to slam it down, man. He said his name was Pudge. Uh, but um, no, we. Uh, it's got a lift, though, man. It's really cool because then yeah. at that point, you can enjoy the park all day. You know, oh, man, yeah. You that's roll, what I'm looking for. You send it downhill and yeah. have a lot of good time. There's trails that are, you know, beginning uh, or beginner, intermediate, you know, hard expert, so well, forth and so well, on. One but then, thing you got to realize, it's okay to get off and walk. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you're there for the exercise and just kind of enjoy your day, I mean, hell, don't be scared of it. Just jump off there, you and, know? Yeah, don't do anything that you're as out of oh, your skill yeah. level either because <laughs> you're bound and damn determined to get hurt. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, well, uh, yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, I've been down to uh, Bentonville, Arkansas, which is a real oh, yeah. popular place, which is basically the Waltons owned by okay. Walmart. So that's where they're from. Okay, yep. Everything in the freaking town is, wa- is, is, is Walmart, Sam's Club, Sam's Furniture, Walmart to go. There ain't nothing yeah. else there but that. That's they it, own yeah. the town. But, uh, and then again, like I said, I just got back from Tennessee, man. So, uh, it, it's given the, uh, the broad spectrum to, uh, to get back out on the road and, uh, you know, see other parts of the country and yeah. enjoy the, you know, the culture yeah. and the people around and things get like to know, that. Too. Learn yeah. your craft a little bit. Yep. So cool. uh, I tell you what, that's uh, that's a pretty good introduction to part two. So we'll uh, we'll break this off here and we'll do part two about about your website. So uh, cool. yep. if you're we'll listening to this one, you like it, you, you know Adam is a biker now. You know all about him. So tune into part two. We'll tell you how he took his passion into uh, what would you call it a line of yeah uh, lifestyle mountain biking apparel. Yeah, oh, lifestyle mountain biking apparel. Yep. All right. So we'll be back with part two. Come on back. All right, we're back with part two. You got them headphones on now? Yeah, we're ready to rock. Well, hell, we just discovered all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, so for those listening, if if any of my old buddies are listening, so this guy was in what was the band? So uh, years and years ago, uh, it was called Abject Fear, but it moved into Woe of Tyrants. Uh, so we were signed to Metal Blade Records, uh, played music professionally for six and a half years. So. And so, number one, we're both musicians, or you yep. are. I'm not. I'm just a guy. <laughs> but uh, so you, we had another mutual friend, our boy Lewis Copeland. Yeah, Lewis. We, yeah, we started man. off, you said, as the drummer, as the it? original drummer. Yeah. yeah. Before he I always knew he was a heavy metal guy before, but I didn't know he was. Uh, didn't know that he. Or I, I knew he did heavy metal, but I didn't know the band. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, when you come from a small town like yeah. Waverly, Ohio, though, you get into a position where there's only 
certain things that you can get yourself into. And when the yeah. only band in town plays metal, yeah, that's all <laughs> that's you get. It, man. That's all you get. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Lewis, Lewis, friend, he's a friend of ours. You know, we've talked about him on the show before. But uh, part two, we're going to talk about Hills Before the Hustle. And so part one, we talked about the mountain biking. Okay. Yeah. And then you were kind of telling us before how this was a tagline. So, you know, you and your buddies, you'd get on Facebook and you'd hashtag HBTH or, you know, or hashtag Hills Before the Hustle, right? Yeah, you got it. And that was started. In, and so so go from there. Yeah, man. So uh, basically um, from there, you know, the community's given a ton to me over the years. Uh, you know, my wife and I live in Chillicothe. Uh, we have for the past 10 years, been married 10 years. And uh, like I was speaking of earlier, I uh, run Toyota. Uh, prior to that, I was running Nissan. On, and prior to that, I was in sales in Honda. So uh, the relationships that I've been able to build, um, you know, the uh, the parents, the kids, things like that, you know, I uh, started sponsoring and doing everything underneath of Kohler of Norse. Uh, so everything, my marketing, uh, billboards, this, that, whatever, giving back to the community, the buck 50, I ran free shirts, you know, free uh, water bottles, can koozies, all this mm-hmm. type of stuff. So I've always been involved in the community and figuring out kind of a way to give back. So uh, you know, taking the hashtag HBTH of the Hills Before the Hustle into the brands, I made like a one-off shirt uh, a couple years ago uh, for me and a buddy of mine and uh, made it with the HBTH logo on it. It wasn't this one. Uh, and, uh, you know, from there I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to uh, be able to create something that I could, you know, bring the community around. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of bikers out there. There's some division a little bit with inside of the, the area as well. Um, but to, uh, try to tag and kind of tie everything together, um, is, you know, the, the common understanding of what direction we're going because a portion of the profits are donated back to the trails and to the younger generation of, uh, you know, kids to get them on bikes and to, uh, you know, provide them with gear. You know, some kids obviously are out there that, you know, can't do it, um, you know, last year was the first year of the um, NICA, which is the National Interscholastic uh, Cycling Association team that became at Unioda, which you might be familiar mm-hmm. with. Uh, you know, sponsored that and so forth and so on, became, you know, the top sponsor there. So, you know, I love seeing that people. From the cars or from the Hills I, Before the Hustle? So this is before Hills Before the Hustle, actually. So this is all before. The Calder Norse, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, so I was. So you were, you were dabbling, you were marketing into. Hey. Do you want to help develop your child's athletic ability? Or maybe you want to get off the couch and make yourself a little bit better. They earn the day at AP Prep. Look them up. APPrep.info. Hey guys, on behalf of the Chubbies, huge thanks to Geiger Brothers Construction. Give them a call at 740-286-0800. They've been great community supporters and uh, they are a friend of the Chubby program. So thank you, Geiger Brothers Construction. That kind of niche marketing for your your car business anyway. Yeah, I've been doing it. Yeah, I've been doing it my whole Which, career. That's what that's what you do. Yeah, you know? been doing uh, it my whole career. Yeah, so so then you so then okay, so you've done it. You've you've already been in the market. You're there. Yep. Yeah, met a lot of people along the way, and uh, you know, um, at that point in time, I said, you know. It's time to, to, to provide something that I have a passion for, you know, something that I can get around, something I can create, which I like to do, uh, to be part of. And also, again, bring the community around it and give ourselves an opportunity to, uh, you know, provide, uh, again, a portion of those profits back to, to our local area. Uh, so, you know, I've talked to, um, you know, Ty McBee uh, over at Chillicothe Trails and Miranda. Uh, also, uh, Mike Whaley with uh, Combo, which is Central Ohio Mountain Biking uh, Organization. Those guys invited me up. I was part of their board meeting and things like that. Uh, kind of seeing the direction of with where everything's going, uh, you know, money distribution, things like that. So, um, you know, my whole life, uh, what I've been about is understanding that if I can impact other people, 
mm-hmm. along the way. Um, you know, I'll be perfectly okay. Uh, you know, in my life. And, uh, you know, the biggest fulfillment is that the leadership that I provided my team with where I'm at and going all the way back from, you know, when I was in high school, 14, 15 years old, I used to uh, market and uh, promote for like reprise records, Warner Brother records, mm-hmm. things like yeah, that. So, yeah, if you was playing music in high school, you was hustling back then in the yeah. early 2000s. Yeah, and the cool thing was my parents were were, were uh, real supportive. So the thing was, it's like, hey, listen, I understand you're, you know, you want to go to the shows. If you go to the shows on the weekend, as long as you get to school or if it was a weekday, mm-hmm. you can keep going. If you don't, it stops. But, yeah. uh, you know, reprise and Warner Brothers and them, they would send back then what they called swag bags. Yeah. They would send me, you know, free posters and shirts and stickers and all the stuff. And I would I would go to the shows, and I would promote for other people. So if you pay attention to my Facebook, a lot of times and whatever it may be, you'll yeah. see me promoting everyone else's business and things like that. Yeah. So I always just look at it as a uh, you know a connection standpoint that mm-hmm. uh, if there's a way that uh, you know I can make uh, more people aware of someone else, and and yep. and you know at the same time you know continuing to uh, to build my presence with uh, everybody within the community. That's what sure. it's about. So sure. So then you start. So tell me about Hills Hills Before the Hustles. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, again, with the brand, uh, you know, we've uh, created the website um, or now everything's up and running. You know, we got shirts, hoodies, stickers, uh, you name it, accessories, coffee mugs, so forth and so on with the HBTH. Some of them are stripped with just the white. Some are, uh, you know, with the uh, the original. Yeah. Uh, the back is of the this ones. the original? Yeah, it is. That's the, uh, that's the original logo right there. So, uh, funny. I will say, I, I've, I've probably worn this two or three times now. I've washed it. Mm-hmm. Still fits. And that's a that's, that's a perfect. major problem in the chubby world. Yeah, yeah, it normally shrinks up on you. Oh, I, that or I think <laughs> you know we fluctuate. I fluctuate ten pounds at all times. You know, I'm, I'm a dinner away from. It depends this. on how much beer and, yeah. and steaks you've been yeah, having. Yeah, yeah. You know, bloatedness really fills out a lot of airspace with those chubbies. You know, <laughs> a lot of inflammation. That's going right. On. Yeah, you skinny guys get bloated, and you guys move an inch. You know, those chubbies. Yeah. A lot of circumference there we're taking out. That's awesome. But it does. I will say it's 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 stuck. It's tried to trust or. However you want to say the test of time. Yeah, stuck in there with you and didn't shrink up, so that's awesome, man. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're enjoying it. And, uh, you so know. is that all you're doing? Those- My God, as a, as a parent of an eight-year-old with a family and, and moving through life, the best thing I ever did was download the McDonald's app. What a breeze. Order for your family. Pull up. They bring it to you. Easy. Download the app today from McDonald's. Hey, are you a business owner looking for insurance coverage? Give this guy a call. You know him. You trust him. Jason Gillum, Gillum Insurance, 740-395-0190. Merch? Yep, for right now. So, well, that's not all we're doing. I actually... um it created also uh, what's called the HBTH Syndicate. And uh, from there, what we're doing is we're sponsoring a few local riders. Uh, I have a gentleman by the name of Tommy Pellet, uh, which is out of the Akron area, um, and uh, Cameron Reagan. He's also sponsored by 100% and Specialized. Uh, those guys run some race series events. They just done the uh, Horns Chill Downhill. So you're um, wanting to get into the, the, the event portion of this. Yeah, man, I, I I enjoy it. You know, setting a uh, ten by ten tent with the big HBTH logos. You know, bring the bring the merchandise out, have the party. You know, what I mean, have yeah. a good time, and uh, you know, spend some weekends with the people that uh, you know. Obviously, again, you know, support us, which is a huge mm-hmm. portion of mm-hmm. it. Without the people that, of course, like yourself, mm-hmm. supporting, you know, with where we're at right now, um, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't make any difference. So you guys are just as important to, to what's going on as, yeah. is, is, is as the brand itself. But uh, yeah, we uh, also have Jubal. Uh, obviously, you know his son Ju. Uh, Jubal Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, rides for Yeti. Uh, uh, Jubal will also be coming on board, which is really cool. So yeah. uh, his initial press and, and package and everything me. went out. So um, he should be receiving that merchandise soon. So good deal, man. He yep. uh, Ju- Ju- we had Jubal on the show. Uh, Jubal's 
you know, he's, he's turned into a pr- pretty good friend of mine. Really. I see him all the time. I'm all the time aggravating. We share, uh, Instagram reels back and forth, you know, and uh, yeah. I just didn't, I just enjoy shooting the breeze with Jubal. You know, yeah. he's, uh, and he's a hell of a bike tech. Oh yeah. Man. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's incredible. Oh yeah. He's, uh, he's got my, my bike completely. It's set up. He can just, you know, he's one of those guys. He looks at you and he's like, you know, he'll take some measurements and just kind of eyeball you down and then he'll, he'll do his thing. And, and, uh, he's, he's got my bike fitting me great. Man. Years of expertise, man. He's a, he's definitely yeah. a professional but yeah no we uh we stop in often obviously uh you know as as that shop continues to grow with the oh, yeah. side of valley cycle or whatnot we'll be moving into that as well so we'll actually have uh physical merchandise with inside the store uh okay. which will be really really cool so it won't just be online but it'll be in the storefront as well how's, how's it been you know doing an online you know merch store i mean because we're getting ready to do it so yeah man what, uh, can, what would you what would you say that the 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 key or the good good and bad things are you know uh you know with the direction that you guys are going man i think that you're going to find a lot of good in it uh which is nice um yeah you will uh but uh you know uh, it's it's work like everything else but mm-hmm. i mean if you have a passion for it it doesn't feel like work um, you know, I started that thing from the ground up. Uh, I know you were mentioning Tyler built, you know, the, uh, storefront that you guys have now. I have no background in any of that. And I yeah. literally would get home at seven o'clock at night from work. I'd pour a double bourbon. I'm going to tell myself I pour a double bourbon at least and, uh, sit at the, uh, the Island inside my kitchen and, uh, I'd fire up the computer and I just started watching YouTube videos researching, mm-hmm. uh, getting background so forth and so on. Once I selected the format in which that I was going to go with, um, I basically just learned it, read, watched the videos, so forth and so on, and built everything that you see currently from the ground up. So it took me about two and a half months or so of, uh, yeah. you know, seven to midnight. Where he can do that in a, a weekend. Yeah, man. I should have yeah. uh, I should have known who you were, man, yeah. before this. I mean, he, he literally built ours in a night or yeah. a weekend. Yeah. And it's the same platform at that time, yeah. the one I've seen. Yeah. But I was – because I would have never been able to do that. I don't have the – the mental patience or probably capacity to learn that type of work i mean you had to basically learn how to engineer a website yeah i mean it's a little easier nowadays i mean obviously you know years ago everything was strictly coding and things like that you know so there's definitely uh you know formats in which that you can use but at the same time i mean you're looking for um you know a uh, a spot to retail right so mm-hmm. i mean when you click on it it's got to be able to catch the eye you got to look at it. the merchandise yeah. has to look good you know i saw well, a couple of your guys things that i might have to buy i don't know if i'm gonna buy a swimsuit but <laughs> <laughs> well you know i'm not gonna tell know. the whole story yet but uh you'll see it but, soon but on you show. gotta look at the you gotta look at how to build number one your merchandise what 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 kind of quality of stuff you're gonna do yeah okay number two you gotta look at the price so you're doing everything yeah and you yep. know so how how's that been i mean we were talking earlier i think it's a lot of um the the successes with things like this you know we've we've kind of determined is is staying in the game yeah you know I sure. t- tyler and chad and i we talk a lot about just you know hey one one good thing that, that we've had going for us you know with with this podcast is we've stayed in the game yeah you know yeah and and that's and we have fun it's turned into kind of therapy for all three of us yeah. you know and and you know but you know we're just seeing where all it goes but but staying in a game is a big thing and things like that help push you out of the game because you know you kind of you're like okay well is this all it's going to be what do i got to do next you know and and everybody's always asking you know what's your plan and it's like what isn't you know it's just it's all coming at you and just take it yeah you know um you know in the professional uh you know world obviously and and you do the same with the insurance it's it's always been one of those questions is is it the is it the goal or is it the journey right yeah which what's more important and uh for me it's 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 absolutely the journey 
Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously you got to have goals in mind. You got to be able to work backwards from those goals. So then that way you've mm-hmm. got, you know, a target and a guidepost with where you're going. But at the same time, if you're not enjoying along the way, yeah. once you get to that goal, you're done. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not getting to the next goal or resetting and continuing to move forward and say, what's next? Where am I doing now? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's easy to give up. Most people give up. They you know do. I mean? They do. You got that, you know, that. You got to have a team. You got you to gotta have people. Yeah, 100%. You know? If this thing doesn't have Tyler and Chad, this thing doesn't go. Yeah. You know, yep. I mean, it has to have people. Yeah. It, so does yours, I'm sure. You yeah, know? yeah. And we were talking about that kind of a little bit before the podcast. It's it's uh, one of those things that if, if, if the people, again, aren't supporting it, if it's mm-hmm. not cool, if other people aren't listening, if they're not sharing it, right, yep. it doesn't go anywhere. So the yep. thing is the support and the fans and the, and the people, the clients, yep. whoever it may be, the listeners, mm-hmm. they're vitally important to the brand. You know, yeah. and without them, you're nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's one of those, like, uh, give and take scenarios because you – you look at it from the uh, situation of, um, you know, uh, once you've created it, right, and me being here, right, mm-hmm. or you guys doing your podcast, it's a responsibility now, you know, to it those kinda people. It kind of is, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would, I would think it is. Yeah, it's a responsibility now. So it's 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 my job to to bring the best, you know, quality, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. cool designs, stuff that people can rally around, and, yeah. and people to really feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, you guys are doing the same thing with the podcast, oh, like, which is really cool. So I talked to a guy today, you know, shout out to Jeff Malone, man. He's one of my best friends in high school. And I went to his dad passed away and I, I saw him today. He went down to his funeral and I hadn't seen Jeff in 20 years. You know, we, we kind of, you know, we always like each other's stuff on, you know, social media and, you know, we follow each other that way. And, you know, if something happens, we'll check in, you know, but as far as laying eyes on this guy, I mean, you're talking about a guy I spent, you know, damn near every day with from freshman year to senior year. And, um, you know, he, he comes up to me and, and, you know, that it, it meant a lot. He said, uh, man, he said, I'm up to date. He said, I, I've got all the episodes. He goes, I said, have you seen so-and-so? He goes, oh, yeah. He said, I'm waiting on the second portion of what's coming out tonight. <laughs> that's that's and, the greatest thing And I was world, like, man. you know, man, I mean, I ain't seen this cat in 20-some years, man. I hadn't seen him, you know, and I was like, man, that's that's pretty cool that my old buddy's still listening to him. I mean, he works at the Pentagon. Oh, wow. But, you know, okay. so he's he's driving. He, he lives over in, in Washington, D.C. He's killing it. I always got to be killing it to live in that yeah, area. Yeah, That's a rich area over yeah. in that Virginia, Washington, oh, yeah. Washington D.C. Kids doing, killing it. Uh, he was telling me. I mean, it was just – it was one of those you, – you see your old buddies from high school and, you know, unfortunately in Southern Ohio every now and then, sometimes that's not a good situation. And today I saw one that I was like, hell, yeah, there's my boy right there. He's kicking ass. That's cool, you know? Yeah. And uh, his kids was kicking ass. He was kicking ass. and. And I and you know we was just talking and, and just you know getting caught up. I I felt bad. <laughs> I Jeff, if you if you are listening to this, which I'm sure you're going to, I I could have been there the entire time of the of the viewing. He and I were over there just talking, having a great conversation. And finally, his mom had to pull us away. And I said, <laughs> Jeff, I said I, I got to take off. But um, but yeah, so it was just one of those. It was a good situation, and that meant a lot. Whenever he said you know hey i'm caught up i listen to all of them and i you know there's a ton of our fans you know and a lot of them's been guests on here but a lot of them that we um we know listen to us and and gosh we we're so tickled about that like they don't know what that means and i'm sure you're seeing that yeah in, in what you're doing now you're just seeing where it's like man those guys it's good to know your team you know yeah it's uh you know it's awesome just like uh anything else man it's it's great to know you're loved you know what mm-hmm. i mean and, and people support you and uh you know vice versa but 
Uh, you know, every time someone shares a picture, someone's in a shirt, you know, mm-hmm. someone sends it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously we talked about Prater earlier, you know what I mean? Those guys will be like in a group and whatnot, and there'll be, you know, three HBTA hats on and a hoodie. And yeah. I saw you guys when you were doing axe throwing. I think yep. I commented on yeah, that. I saw yeah, yeah. some HBTH yeah. underneath. Well, I was testing down, it baby. out. I was like, let's go. You, you didn't know, but I was just, that way, if it shrunk, I was going to rip your ass in here today. Like, <laughs> but hey, Chubby's is out, you know? Yeah, man, you're going to resize these things. Yeah. That's awesome, man. But no, I thought, I got to wear this thing two or three times. I got to try it. Kohler out. Yeah, man. Know? No, we, uh, so, uh, I, I talked about Tommy a little bit ago, uh, one of the writers, um, and, and to what you just mentioned a few minutes ago, it was really cool. He sent me a text message the other day. Um, he's buying kind of like a camper style van because, um, he's a registered nurse. So I've, I've seen these. Okay. So these, so you guys, you bikers, you guys like to take these vans and make them into little condos. <laughs> Some of these guys do. You can't lump me into this. Jubal's I'm got a truck one. guy. <laughs> okay, you got yeah, a truck. Yeah, yeah. Jubal's got one. He's, yeah. It's a little apartment. Yeah, man. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Why he's got, like, do they air do conditioning, this? Oh, sink, yeah. like he's got his stuff underneath his bed. He oh, yeah. Lives in there with his if dog. It, if any of these car guys are watching, these guys are taking basically U-Hauls. <laughs> And they are turning these things into mobile houses. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're taking like E250s or Mercedes yeah. Sprinters or, um, you know, some of the uh, the Transit Connects or Transit uh, yeah. Fords and whatnot, and they're converting them into, uh, you know, lifts, off-road tires, beds, um, you know what I mean, storage, all that type Air, of stuff. Rooftop AC. Oh, yeah, everywhere. Like when we were in Winrock uh, this past weekend, there was, there was a good handful of them. So they will actually have like parts of the section in the back. Uh, broken out so they have all their bags all their clothing all their um their closet know, yeah basically a closet and their bikes go there and in front of that they've got you living know, space yeah they got living space they got refrigerators they got everything they man. do so they're living, a life, they're living a life in a van yeah man i mean and they'll have eighty ninety thousand dollars in one of these those, those uh, oh, sprinters easy. easy 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 and i saw them out west in yellowstone i saw them a lot yeah, uh, I and I was I didn't realize what I just thought Jubal I was like well Jubal <laughs> likes likes to do this okay and then I didn't realize that was like something that guys did yeah that's like a big Western thing I think it, I, must it, be. it wasn't until you know obviously I got into mountain biking where I didn't notice it either and then all of a sudden it became one of those things like everybody that's kind of either into motocross yeah. or mountain biking has they, one of those. it's like yeah you gotta have one or you, why you ain't, i don't know you're just not cool if you don't i, I guess don't <laughs> i was thinking to myself like couldn't you just get a hotel you know <laughs> that's my philosophy like man uh, that's awesome like you know i mean i like to stay out there and all but i also like you know i like that you yeah, like your space continental breakfast yeah, is man, pretty I good like to get up and be able to stretch out a little yeah, bit you know what yeah. i'm saying so i'm gonna knock some stuff over if yeah. i'm not careful here i'm, I'm a weak guy let's fly yeah. out so so uh you know website wise is it has been worth it though the sales are there you know yeah. so yeah, so you're you're saying if uh you know if you if you got something that you're not i don't want to say passionate about but you know something that you're wanting to try it's just a matter of jumping in yeah, it's just like anything else, man. I mean, uh, you know, he, uh, Tyler said it earlier. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, it becomes about tenacity and work ethic. You know, yeah. uh, you either got it or you don't. So mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things that uh, you know you carry it through your 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 entire life, right? So yep. you know, you need to break it down. And you know what we talked about earlier is being the responsibility. Uh, yep. You know, there's certain people that are going to do it, and others that aren't. And there's going to be people that wish they did, or you know, and never take the which jump, one you going to be. Yeah, and the thing is, if you never know, right? If you don't do yeah. it, so uh, you know, for me, it was one of those things that said, uh, "Let's let's go, right? Yeah, let's let's go. get it done." You know, gotta hustle. Yeah, let's hustle, man. Let's have some fun because here's the deal: if I didn't, I wouldn't be here with you guys. 
right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I wouldn't be part of this podcast. Sure. You wouldn't have me here on your podcast <laughs> as a guest. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys, you know, for having me and, and taking Thanks the time out of your day to, uh, to you know, bring me in. And no, we're well, I always like the cool shit. You guys too, Anything, so. If it's different and cool, I like cool shit. <laughs> I like you cool know? shit. Yeah, I'm with you. I hate, to, I, I get a little, you know, sometimes I, I got to get outside the box a little bit. You yeah. Know, just because yeah. if you're not careful, you know, they get interviewee, you know, yeah. and, and you know, that's the thing about podcasts. It's kind of whatever you try to do, I guess, you know, I don't know. I, yeah. I have to watch myself from getting, did you feel like this was interviewing? No, not at all. Not at all? No, we got to sit and hang out and drink a couple beers. Drink a couple cold drinks. That's so. what's cool. Where can they find uh, Hills Before the Hustle? Yes, sir. www.hillsbeforethehustle.com. We'll get that's you it. everywhere you need to go. Uh, obviously, if you got questions or anything like that, you can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, so forth and so on. Mainly apparel. Um, right now, mainly apparel. Yep. yep. Um, you know, hopes and um, in the future we'll run into uh, you know rider gear, uh, maybe jerseys, gloves, things like that, and then from there we'll uh, you know we'll test the follow water. Follow social media, it. you'll see uh, if you follow Hills Before the Hustle on Instagram or, so, or Facebook, you will see different rides. You you do you do put a lot of events and different things that even be good for a beginner biker. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we'll be doing a lot more of that, um, you know, as the site continues to evolve. Um, I'm cor- uh, currently reformatting it. Partner with a company out of Colorado, actually, that uh, we're revamping the website and be more interactive. Uh, we'll be doing a lot of, uh, you know, blog posts, stuff like that. So it'll be, you okay. know, um, you know, revolving around, um, you know, not only the brand right now is the introduction, but things like, you know, mountain biking safety, trail conditions, things like that. Oh, we'll be cool. continuing to do those types of things. And, you know, uh, in the future, we might be, you know, we might throw some events and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get uh, a hold of some of these guys in the, uh, you know, combo range and uh, some mm-hmm. of these guys at Central Ohio and uh chillicati trails maybe uh you know rip out we some really cool stuff in house yeah <laughs> we need chubby race man it's funny you said that tortoise I, and hair yeah, type stuff. yeah I, I thought about this earlier i said uh, i said to myself i said you know what we might uh we might do like a partnership with hills before the hustle and name it the pudge race you know hey, when they with the pudge i'm race. in i'm in <laughs> yeah, a bunch who of would ever thought i was gonna have a race day <laughs> yeah we'll get we'll get some out of shape guys and make them race to see how fast you can get from the top to the bottom some of them that'd be a good you. time man some of them some of them fatties can still move oh dude it's all mate hey that's yeah. only if there's a bob evans next to hey trail. listen wouldn't you want to go biking <laughs> but, hey when you I'll, go. Ki- I'll kiss your bare ass if you can hang with me <laughs> I'll kiss you, baby. <laughs> Listen, man, I'll kiss your whole asshole. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, oh, don't man. underestimate the chubby guys. That's you know, awesome, Tyler, dude. very skinny. He's lost 100 pounds. Tyler used to be, oh, wow. what did you weigh, 410? No, about <laughs> 270. 277. Really? Yeah, yeah, you look great, man. Tell, yeah. us, tell us how you did it. Well, he's told every podcast that we've had. He's pretty Just proud about, of it. I picked up running, which Pudge is a huge fan of, and uh, yeah, yeah. intermittent fasting. Oh, there you go. Which nice. is another one. I, I agree with the intermittent fasting. Have you done that? You know, um, man, I, it's just uh, tough for me. I, I, tend like to, food. I tend to intermittent fast like daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason I say that is, uh, you know, I get to work, uh, you know, like I told you guys, uh, get in the office about, you know, a little bit prior to nine o'clock now. It used to be prior to eight, but uh, COVID's kind of changed the scheduling and timing. But uh, we uh, eat it you know, either 12 or one or two or three. Uh, I hadn't ate from the day before, you know what I mean? And uh, sometimes I don't eat again, like the whole night. So sometimes I'll eat one meal a day. So there's times I go, you know, uh, 10, 12, 14, 16 hours before, you know, I eat. So I'm kind of used to it just because of the type of environment I'm in. Um, You know, scheduling, you know, people show up, people, you know, kind of come in, uh, you know, unpronounced and uh, ready to rock and roll. So it's showtime at that point. So you think you're going to eat at one o'clock, you get your lunch and it's cold and you're still waiting to eat at four, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I kind of I don't choose to intermittent fast. It chooses <laughs> it me. It chooses you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I, it's the same way in my world. It's hard to it's hard to be on a schedule like that. There's just yeah. too much going on. Yep. 
I was going to ask you, what's going on in the car sales world right now? Oh man, that's a loaded question. So yeah, uh, ten I mean, years, where you? I mean, because dude, vehicles are outrageous. So ten years in the business, um, you know, a lot, of, lots of change, man. We've seen a lot of ups and downs. I came into the market, um, you know, back in 2012 when inventory was low, coming out of the recession from 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, inventories were still tight. Uh, you know, ran through that, um, you know, last several years, uh, the inventories, uh, give me an example, you know, in Toyota, we used to carry about 120 to 130 new in stock at any given time. Um, all year, last year, 2021, I didn't have any more than seven new vehicles in stock at any given time. Yeah. Uh, and starting September, 2020, I started with 17. So that was the lowest count that I started with. Uh, beginning in 2020. So uh, the way everything has gone now is... So they forced your sales down. Well, here's the deal. Uh, Sales haven't really decreased a whole lot, um, believe it or not. Um, It's kind of a uh, um, a scenario with where the manufacturers have had some struggles with supply. They've had struggles with, obviously, the semiconductors and things like that. We're starting to feel more of an impact from it now. However, beforehand, what we ran into was is that the demand was so high that the inventory couldn't hit ground and stay in stock before it was sold. So, you know, being in a market that was that hot, even though we were in a COVID scenario, is that, um, you know, Toyota at one point, just using them as a reference, but it's kind of for everybody, Honda, Ford, Nissan alike, and so forth and so on. But um, it was a scenario in which they were producing more vehicles than they ever produced in history. The problem is they couldn't get them fast enough. They couldn't get them out. So the volume level stayed about the same. Uh, which, you know, we're very thankful for. Uh, but in the way in which you bought a car completely changed. So you used to come to the dealership, you used to haggle, you used to negotiate, right? You used to meet me and, and so forth and so on. We shake hands, meet faces, you know, shake babies. Things like that. Yeah. 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 There's, there's been many a times of that. There's been people, you know, in and out of the showroom sometimes, you know, but, uh, anybody ever just walk off just, oh, yeah. I did it. Just trying uh, to play hard to get there's, there's, back. Oh yeah. You know, there's people that like to be chased, you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> and then there's other people, you know what I mean? You just got to get them out. <laughs> I bet a guy, not, you know, do you been doing this 10 years? I bet yeah. just as many car salesman stories been told about you you've got to tell about people at this point oh so you know you know it's always the opposite right it's like the, the guys selling the cars are the bad guys in yeah. reality the customer man oh geez. you know not to be mean to anybody because we've got a lot of really really nice customers and people that have done a ton of business we'll deal with Eddie but, was he a prick yeah but yeah but the thing is it's you know it's tough man it's a it's a, it's definitely a mutual relationship when you sell Hey, Chubbies, is your driveway and yard just an absolute mud hole from this spring and winter? Hey, we got just the guy to call. Call Brian Delaney Excavating at 740-418-6994. He can haul your gravel. He can put in drains. The man can do it all. He's an absolute machine. Give him a call today. Oh, a car, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> oh, I bet there's some of those older people that just... Oh, they know. They know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, you can't tell them nothing. Yeah. They, you know? Where they think they're going to jew you down oh, you yeah. know, a little bit. I'll or, tell you yeah. how I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> so, and, and they don't realize you can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, not at this point. So, yeah, going back to uh, just a few seconds ago, um, it's changed in the, in the manner of um, everything that we have incoming. So, I'll give you a scenario right now. I think I've got uh, 51 cars total that are in what we call allocation. Okay. And in freight. Uh, I only have one new car on ground. I've been sold out probably seven times this year. Uh, I haven't had more than three cars in stock at any given time. Out of those 51 cars that are inbound, they're all sold already, except for nine. Already deposited, negotiated trades, waiting for vehicles to come. Some people have been waiting for two and three months. Once the truck comes in, 
those folks get a phone call. Hey, congratulations, your car's arrived. We run it through what we call PDI or pre, uh, pre-delivery inspection. Those folks come pick it up the same day or next day, they're gone. So there's no car left on ground. The next portion of it is, is that I run an Excel spreadsheet right next to it. And on that Excel spreadsheet, I have 48 deposits on folks that are looking for inventory that they can't find at any dealership that have put their name on a list just to be in line with a deposit with their name on it saying, hey, I want So we X may never get X. caught up with this. It's going to be tight, man. I mean, right now we're... What, we're, what, will, what will get us caught up out of this? I don't know if they necessarily want it caught up, to be honest with you, at this point. You know, when you, you go from a, a position... Increase in Tesla. <laughs> Yeah, you know, electric vehicles are going to be a big push you know, yeah. for the future. Um, you know, these manufacturers obviously are, are seeing a profitability uh, as far as the lines mm-hmm. increase. They're not offering as much manufacturer incentive cash. You know, there's a lot that's going on on the backside, too, and the financial mm-hmm. uh, stuff that's changed. But, uh, you know, from that standpoint, um, I don't know if they ever want to get the levels, you know, back to where they were. They want to get it back to some normalcy, but... Um, it's been tough, man. I mean, the only thing that's going to slow it down, obviously, is the demand, and that's going to take a market, you know, slowdown, which you know we may see here in the next uh, next few months. Well, so. dem- demand would have to be shrinking on that to an extent. I mean, what can't you do from your living room anymore? Uh, test drive a car. Well, you, you know, I other mean, than that, but yeah. a lot of people are just you know, oh, if, yeah, you if mean you're in general, li- yeah. in general, I yeah. mean, you know. Even in downtown, you know, rural Ohio, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the idea is that, you know, you can walk everywhere, you know, do you really need a car, you know, yeah. and I could see that increasing over time a little bit. I'm not, not enough to, pro- for every one person that's doing that, somebody's needing a car. Yeah. No, um, you know, the other side of that too is, is that, uh, you know, as we've continued to move down the line, we've also seen a uh, regression in my opinion anyways, in, uh, you know, customer satisfaction. And I don't know if you guys see it or not, but you go to a restaurant, you go to a dealership, you go anywhere. And a lot of times the amount of talent that you find with inside of these places, you typically don't get taken care of all that well, right? So the yeah. thing is, is what do you do? You go, okay, well, I don't want to go there anymore. How can yeah. I find it online? So what do you do? Everybody grabs, uh, gravitates back yeah. to, oh, okay, I can buy it from here. I can buy it from there whatever. I don't yeah. want to go mess with anybody at... Sure. uh, Here's uh, what I'll give for. That's my payment. Send it. Yeah. I don't want to mess with, you know, Big Sandy's Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, Best Buy at the time, you know, H.H. Greg Mm -hmm. or, you know, go to this restaurant or do this or that. You go to the places you frequent because you get good service, right? Yeah. Same thing with the car business. And, yeah. and and the more bad exposure that happens with less talent, the more people that go, hey, how can I buy this thing or do the majority of it from the comfort of my couch yeah. and not go waste my time and deal with some, yeah. you know, they don't know what they're doing. So yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely changing. That's for sure. Uh, Tyler would be the worst customer. I bet you're a haggler. Hey, l- listen, listen, I, I l- know Tyler's a haggler. Listen, when I bought my car, we were at the dealership for 12 hours before I left. Are you serious? 12 hours. You should be ashamed of yourself. 12 <laughs> you hours. Should be <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Sir, I'm gonna you should be ashamed He's still cutting his grass, too. Yeah, well, sir, I'm going to need you to clock in, all right? <laughs> you shouldn't spend that much time in that in that area right hey, you know what? You know that's what a waste of life. You know what it was all over? What? A full tank of gas before I left. Are you serious, Tyler Gillum? Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. He's that guy. I knew he would be. And so here's the deal, man. Anything in the he's future, got the you come to the Yeah, I'm sure he does. Uh-huh. <laughs> he knows somebody that knows somebody, you know? Uh, but uh, yeah, you come to me, man, in the future. We'll make sure we get you not only a, a cleanup, but a full tank of gas. Oh, he'll hold you to it. You've got it. Hey, you got him right there. You got him. He's there. Yeah. Man, huh. well, I was just—I was just wondering. I mean, there there seems to be a. I mean, trucks are just. I was thinking about that today. I thought, man, I'm tired. It's it's. I'm due for a new truck. 
Yeah. So here's here's the thing. So uh, real quick, I'll t- I kind of give you a little bit of a, a lay down uh, on on kind of how things are. So pre owned market still insanely high. So mm-hmm. if you got a pre-owned car, right, the market's, uh, you know, increased uh, about 30%, starting to, get to taper down a little bit. So we're seeing things, you know, reduce a little. But, uh, you know, it, the name of the game is if, if you can get yourself, um, you know, from the pre-owned into the new car, that's the answer. Because the pre-owned truck market and SUV market is very similar to with what you're going to be, you know, buying a new car for. So, I mean, um, you know, in the scenario where you don't have to replace it, like you haven't been in an accident and there's nothing in stock or, you know, things like yeah. that and you got some time, best thing is to be proactive, get yourself out there, start looking at it, get assessment, you yeah. know, on the vehicle, start looking at the new car. The other side of it is obviously you're going to get an offset in taxes. So if you're trading, you know, pre-owned towards new, you pay taxes on the difference in the state of Ohio, or if you go, you know, pre-owned to pre-owned, you're, you're paying a full tax balance. So, you know, you got forty five grand on taxes, or you know your car's yeah. worth twenty, and you're paying forty five grand on the new. You got you know twenty five thousand dollars in taxes. So, yes, take your money, use it wisely. Yeah, and, uh, and with the prices being you know so close so, and similarities. So, so say that again. A, so, so you're paying taxes. So if you take a twenty five thousand dollars, say you have a used vehicle worth twenty five thousand dollars, yeah, and you go trade it in on a new one, you pay the taxes on the difference. So you're correct. Have, so if that, if that vehicle's fifty grand, you're going to pay twenty five thousand dollars tax. That is correct. Where if you go pay that tax on a used one and you pay you you trade used to used and you and it's a twenty five thousand dollar vehicle you pay it on fifty you pay it on the total yep you pay it on the total yep so you don't pay it on the difference I didn't know that yeah so the question becomes at that point depending on what you're looking at say if well, the there's pro- a lot of money involved in that well not right? only that but there's a couple other offsets so again <laughs> I'm not telling you not to buy pre owned but you know when you look at the scenario where it's so close nowadays. With a tax, you know, uh, offset, like maybe the car's three or four grand difference, but you save twenty five hundred dollars in taxes, right? So now you're getting close to maybe fifteen hundred yep. or two grand difference. Yep. Maybe it's got fifty or sixty thousand miles on it. It's a two thousand eighteen or nineteen, mm-hmm. right? You get yourself into a brand new car. What do you get? You get three years, thirty six thousand mile bumper to bumper, five years, sixty. In the certain cases, like with Toyota, you get two years and twenty five thousand of Toyota yeah. care, right? Yeah. So you got free complimentary maintenance and services. Right. And, you know, with us uh, at Norse, uh, we do a complimentary lifetime warranty. So we cover the engine, transmission, and drivetrain for unlimited miles and time nationwide service. Uh, so all those things are going to be rolled up in a package. So you got to ask yourself, is it worth, you know, two grand or 1500 That's, or that's a legit question. That's not a, mm-hmm. you're not being a car salesman right now. No, you're, not at all. I'm giving, that's a legit yeah. question. Yes, being 100% so, transparent. So take, take, you, take a, uh, let's just take like a 2018. I had, I, I know this scenario is going on right now. Uh, you take a 2018. Um, Chevy 2500 Duramax. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's worth, uh, $65,000. Yep. Okay. Big money truck. Yep. And then you're, and then let's say you go in and you trade it on a brand new one that's 90,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're only going to pay taxes on 30. That is correct. Well, if you take that same used one and you just jump it up to a 2021 that's got 30,000 miles, you've paid taxes. Let's just say it's eighty five, ninety thousand dollars $90,000. Well, then you're going to pay taxes on $85,000. Eighty-five. That's a lot of nailed, money. Nailed it on the head, man. Yep, drilled it in. Yep. So so, think of, so what would the tax be on a $90,000 car? Well, you got 1.075%. So if we break out the old uh, handy-dandy yeah. calculator here. So if here, you bought a new truck on 90000 So if, uh, here's the difference. So uh, 90000 uh, times 1.0725% is ninety six five twenty five. So you got sixty five twenty five in sales tax. $6,525. So so almost 8, well, yeah, 7% or whatever. 7. Seven and a quarter. 7 yeah. and a quarter percent of that total value of that truck. Yeah, so here's the difference. So yeah. now in the same scenario that you just spoke about, sure. right, you traded on a new, you only have twenty one seventy five in sales tax. So you just got four, four, you know, four, four grand, 4500 bucks. So now the question yeah. becomes, do you buy the new or the pre-owned? The, the, the trick is finding the new. Well, that's the trick But that's right a now. lot of your, I mean, that's a lot of your, uh, 
a lot of your money down or a lot of your equity money. Oh yeah, you know, 100%. I mean, that's five percent. It's, it's a perk of of continuing to buy new inventory. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that the state has in place, which is really really nice. A lot of people don't know it either. That or dealership won't tell you. Uh, you know, yeah. again, this goes back to the the customer service portion yeah. of everything. Learn how to read an invoice if I'm a customer. Yeah, yeah, it'll tell you. Yep, you know that invoice yep. will tell you. Huh? Yeah. Well, go see. I was just wondering what was going on in the car market because yeah. I know I know it's, it's that's a hot topic right now, man. That's hot. A, and man, just car stuff is just crazy right now. Yeah, you got it. I mean, and you know, in this type of market too, uh, you know, it helps tremendously to know people. You know, with inside mm. the industry, just like anything else, because you're going to be able to get a straight shot and understanding mm. of uh, the direction of which way to go and what's going to best fit for you. The, the scenario we just spoke about might not be the best fit for somebody else. You know, depending on the sure, scenario. Sure. Uh, you know, because there are still vehicles, makes and models, and things that are out there that are you know less expensive than what you're going to buy, say a new Honda or Toyota or something like that for. And uh, you know those those things are going to come into play. So everyone everyone's going to be you know u- uniquely their own. So you know it's important to go that way. We'll go look him up. Where at? Where can they find you for on a car deal? Yeah, absolutely. I'm at Norris. Norris. Where Norris, at? I run, yeah, Toyota. Where, where Come is on that? in North Toyota. It's on, on Bridge Street. Where it's right it? off of Bridge Street, yep. Is that the one right beside Coles? It is. Okay, so yep. that's where you're at. Yep. All right. Yep, as so soon as you come through the arch, second building on the right. All right, so go look him up. Yep. Check out part one and part two. So we'll do three of them. Anything else we need to tell him, Tyler? We'll tag all of his links in the description. Tag all of his links. Go if you want some new apparel. Go to healsbeforethehustle.com. So that's right. That's all I got. Let's Thank go. you, sir. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Cheers. Guys. Appreciate you. See. Thanks so much.